<laughs> was that a cat, a car, a butt? What was that? It was all of the above. A guy? You're listening to the Ramble Room. Okie dokie. Hello. Hi. Oh, I have a story. What's your story? Is it about how you had hiccups on the last episode? No. <laughs> about the torment that went through your body as you were stabbed by hiccups? What is wrong with you? What? <laughs> I just wanted to know what was happening last time. Uh, I had the hiccups. You never had them? No. Never in my life have I experienced a hiccup. Okay. What's your story? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You don't have a story. You've never been derby racing? <laughs> um, I have been to Craig's Cruisers and done like, the bumper cars. All right. Well, um I went for my friend's birthday one year and we all did bumper cars. That sounds fun. That's the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm ready for your one sentence pitch when you are. That's the whole story. Yep. <laughs> for God's sake, have you ever broken Wait. Have you told a story about how you ran into the the car on your moped? <laughs> Have you told that story? No. You could tell that one since this kind of has to do with running oh, into I, things with I, vehicles. I right. <laughs> um, so I was 15, 16 maybe. Um, and I had a moped and it was spring break. It was the last day of spring break. And I spent most of my spring break watching movies because I, I made a list of all the movies that I wanted to watch. And so... Did you check it twice? <sighs> Did you find out which movies were naughty or nice? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so I made a list. And I it was a list of like 50 movies. And because all my friends at my world history table, they were telling me their plans for spring break. And all of them were traveling. Don't yeah. yawn while I'm telling a story help when i yawn yes that's the life of living in east grand rapids yeah they were like oh i'm going to florida oh, i'm going to utah i'm going to north carolina I'm and going i was on a like private cruise it's like fuck you I'm staying in my basement <laughs> and i was like well i'll be at home and they were like oh well you could like watch movies because they knew that i liked movies so then we compiled a list of 50 movies i got like halfway through it i don't watch i was all gonna say you watched 50 movies in the <laughs> one week you had of spring break no <laughs> so then we all came back and I had a uh, brace on my leg because the last day of spring break, while mom and dad and Caitlin and her friend and her friend's boyfriend were at our house doing a bonfire, I wanted to go <laughs> ride on my moped. And so I did by myself for the first time. And uh, I crashed it immediately. <laughs> like, there's like a cross street on ours, on our street, obviously. And um, I was on said cross street when I crashed into the back of a parked car. <laughs> the sun got in my eyes and yeah, I parked in the back of a parked car. And my glasses came apart and clipped above my eyebrow. So I now have a scar right above my eyebrow that my glasses cut. Um, I had I my one leg broke off the key in the ignition, and the other <laughs> leg slammed up against the car. So the one the one leg had to have a brace on it, um, for about a month. <laughs> and yeah, so that's that story. <laughs> 
And then I, I came home and I told Melissa and Caitlin about it and they both started laughing at me. I believe I was working at the time because I remember getting you texted were. photos of you in the ER and I was yeah. like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And then and then we told you. Yeah. And then I came home and explained the whole story to you and Caitlin and you guys started laughing hysterically. <laughs> really? <laughs> As you do. They were like, well, we know that you're alive now. So the thought <laughs> of you being dead is hilarious. Bunch of bitches. All right, here's my one sentence pitch. And now here's a movie about sisters that love each other. Yeah. Here's the sentence pitch. Fact-based drama chronicling the story of two determined sisters who battled the prejudice of a male-dominated sport to become world-class drag racers. I like that that's not really a pitch. It's just kind of like stating what this was about. That's what descriptions of movies are. I know, but usually like yours last time was... A brother makes a wish. Like it's a teen accidentally wishes for his brother to go away. Right. Which is more of a pitch than fact-based drama chronicling the story of two determined sisters who battled the prejudice of a male-dominated sport to become world-class drag racers. I guess. Now, this was based on a true story of two sisters who go into mm-hmm. drag racing, but this says world class drag racers. On a they they entered in a, as a junior league, but later in life they were. But but they gave the the true story happened in like 2000, 2001. This movie was made in like 2003. So it wasn't that much later. It would make more sense if this happened in like the 70s and then now they're yeah, reporting wait, about these girls who yeah, that's what they said in the ending credits about these two girls. Was that this happened like two years before this movie came out. I was like, how could they possibly be world class if they're only like 17 now? World class. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Get it? Because it's right on track. If you have to explain it, not funny. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Oh my god. That's <laughs> the plot. There's, there's nothing on here. Y'all, this is going to be a short podcast. No, let me read through this. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like that the note says this article needs an improved plot summary. Okay, so there's literally no plot summary on this thing. And I don't remember everything that happened in the movie, do you? Nope. Okay, so we're just going to try to get through this. Once Here's... again, parents suck. Well, yeah. the dad's okay. Well, no, never mind. Mm, it depends. Erica Diapers. and Courtney are the main characters. I guess Erica would be the main character. Yeah. But there's Erica, played by Beverly Mitchell, of Seventh Heaven fame. Courtney Enders, played by Brie Larson. Of Sleepover fame. <laughs> Yes, of sleepover fame. Uh huh. Nothing else recent. <laughs> Not like she's Captain Marvel or nothing. Yeah, nothing like that. Um, and then there's the parents. They've got Erica's got this best friend named Randy, who's always like helping out as like kind of her pit crew, but not really. And then there's also the school crush of like he's kind of like the popular guy. His name is Bailey. We think possibly. We don't know because. That's what it shows on the cast listing, but I don't remember his name being Bailey. And I don't trust it, so. <laughs> so, 
It starts off with Erica. She's like four years old. Her dad, Ariana thought the dad was going to die immediately. I did. You did too. I mean, yeah, I did too. Because he, but you were the one that mentioned it. Because he like kisses his daughter goodbye. He's like, I'm going to go. And he's the one that's going racing. She's like, bye, dad. But then it just shows that she gets into like her little derby car. And then we flash forward a few years. She's now got her little sister who's about two years younger than her, Courtney. And she doesn't get into her derby car. Well, she has like a little car thing. No, she gets into her bike and races the two boys on the block. I don't remember that happening, but I mean, sure, if that's what happens. She's talking about how she all she wants to do is be a derby racer, drag racer. And her mom's talking to her saying, no, honey, this is a dangerous sport. And her dad's like, who gives a fuck? It's like, so you would rather have your husband dead than your daughter? It's the op- opposite of motocross. <laughs> Where it's the dad, the dad's like, who cares? She can do this. Right. And the mom is the one that's like, I don't know. This is a little dangerous for her. Um, I don't even remember what the mom looks like because she literally shows up three times. Yeah, I don't know. She's got brown hair. That's all I know. But then we fast forward again. Now they're teenagers. They're like 16 and 14. Yeah. Erica, uh, she's now like competing in things and she's getting ready to compete in this junior dragster national title. And that's kind of like her big goal throughout the movie. She wants to win this thing. She wants to win the trophy. She's won so many trophies. And her dad's like, yeah, you can do this. But... There's also, like, a point where it becomes too much. She's trying to juggle her social life and her her racing life. And her school. And her school. Like, she's also part of her volleyball team in school. Um, and as she kind of is taking this racing thing more seriously, other things are becoming less of a priority. She's showing up late to her volleyball games. Her friends are starting to be mad at her because she's not there for them. She's failing her French class. And that was the other thing. The dad had said, you have to have straight A's uh, or in order to compete in the national title. And he's like, if I see any B's, you're staying in, like, regional competitions. And he's like, if you got C's, you're out of here. I was like, what the fuck? A C is, like, still a good grade. If that's, like, the best, if that's their best. I get if he's saying, like, you got a C and you could have done better. But to just say... If you got to see you're fucking not doing what you love is stupid. So then um, she's failing her French class. Mm-hmm. And these are just things that I'm remembering. <laughs> I don't Melissa know. Melissa is uh, ships shipped Randy. Yeah. I like Erica. Ra- Randy is the, the kind of like the best friend that's helping out Erica with her stuff. And at one point, they're sitting across the table from each other. And it's clear he likes her. Yeah, it's clear that he likes her. And she, you know, he's making her laugh. And they seem to be, like, having a good time. And I think they even went to their school dance together. They did. But then at the end of the dance, she kind of, like, she not only friend zones him, she She brother brother zones him. him. She's like, like, it'd be like dating my brother. He's like, well, okay, I guess. At least she was honest. Well, yeah, sure. And, you know, he wasn't, like, mad about it. He was just like, all right, well. I guess there goes that crush. And then Melissa started to ship Randy and Courtney. Randy and oh yeah. I was like, I want Randy to be with someone. Because <laughs> Randy's cool. <laughs> Why couldn't Randy just be by himself? He can if he wants. I'm just saying. Okay. 
then she needs a tutor for her French, right? Or no, she doesn't need a tutor, but she's studying. She's like in her study hall. And Bailey comes up and he's like, I can help you. And at first we thought Bailey was going to be like a dick. Yeah, he was like questionable because they usually make those popular guys that the girl has a crush on. He's not actually that nice. But this time he was like really, really sweet. Oh, my gosh. I want to date him. (laughs) And then they were kind of doing like a vocab thing, but they were flirting while studying. He touched her nose. Jeez, Ariana. (laughs) (laughs) So then they do this cute vocab quiz and we're like, okay, I guess they're they like each other. We love we love we live. We love we laugh. We live. We love. (laughs) And then he says. He says something to her like, hey, do you want to hang out? And she says, I can't. I have a race. Because she has a race. And then he goes, how about next Saturday? And she goes, I can't because she has volleyball. And he just thinks that she's blowing him off. But but I don't think he she feels like that's what she's doing. But his face and his reaction is like, OK, well, I guess we'll hang out sometime. And I guess he does think she's maybe not that interested in him. But then later she does explain to him. I'm she's sorry. Like, I do want to date like i do want to hang out with you and i just quit racing yeah because we're really she, breezing past this we're, like, yeah, we're breezing past i a think lot we breeze past the the halfway point at this, at this juncture <laughs> because she gets in, a, in a, an accident okay well then let's rewind so rewind so then she goes to go on her race and she's mm-hmm. now has that kind of questionable okay do i really want to make this my top priority and then she gets into this race. And Randy notices that the car is like leaking. So something's not right. Right. And the dad and Randy are yelling at them, stop the lights. Because with drag racing, it's like a ready, set, go. And they have mm-hmm. like yellow, yellow, yellow. And when it hits green, you're allowed to go. Right. That you can have a false start, a... um, Like, yeah, like a false start. Like mm-hmm. you can start too fast and then you're disqualified. Right. If you if you keep going but there's that one point where she goes and then she stops and they back her up and whatever that's right um but yeah so So before they're like stop the lights and they don't and she sees the green and she just goes and then her brake stops working so then she just pummels straight into the fucking barrier like fence Mm -hmm. and like she goes through like three fences and then she's knocked unconscious Mm -hmm. and she's now in the hospital Hello, my name is Joseph Trude, but you can just call me Trude. And I'm Trudy. And you're listening to QVCHS and NBC FJ. Today, I have a product fresh out the market, f- straight from the mouth of the horse, the, the, <laughs> the perfect person, Pamela. She gave me the words to say. Trudy. I'm drunk. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Trude. We well, went out I- drinking together. But you have higher tolerance. You had... I'm drunk. You had a wine cooler. Mm, No. (laughs) I snuck something into the wine cooler. It was vodka laced with gin, laced with absinthe. Now I'm drunk, Drudy. What's the product, Pamela? I'm giving the product, not Pamela. Ooh, ooh, what's the product? 
The product is boob cheese. Boob <laughs> cheese. What the fuck is that, Drudy? It's cheese made out of boob breast milk. Boob breast milk? What the hell is that? Like when a woman is lactating. Please, you're gonna make me sober with that. Please, please explain to me what the fuck and why the fuck would anyone want boob cheese? Well, <clears throat> we weren't mid. We weren't mid to drink cow milk or goat milk or animal milk. We were made to drink our human milk, like when we were babies. Do you like no. how? No. Yes, when we were babies, that was what we drank. So we weren't made to drink anything else. Therefore, the only way to... this is It's an option for people that are lactose intolerant to have boob no, cheese. No, that's never been an option. Yes. No, it hasn't. Well, it is now because it's fresh and off the hasn't. market. Where's absinthe? What? Who? Who? You know this is from a show. That's from a show called Superstore. Well, we made it reality. You made boob cheese real. Yes. Who's the manufacturer? A woman named Belouche. Who's the manufacturer? A woman named Belouche. Um, who's Belouche? Belouche. Who the fuck is that? Is that a Jim woman, Belushi's daughter? A woman who's selling it. What? She gave it us the rights to it so we can sell it. We have the rights to it. I don't know how it works, so you have a patent now? Yes. You you patented the boob cheese. Well, we didn't patent boob cheese, but we're selling it. Okay, well, I guess you should just get to the price, because I'm kind of feeling fuzzy now, Drudy. I don't feel stable. What's happening here? Please tell us the price. The price is $69 per one boob block. $69 per boob block of cheese. This is the most ridiculous thing ever, Trudy. Why did you pick this product while I'm drunk? Now this experience is going to be even worse than it already is. I want to eat my microphone. Do it. I'm not going to do it, but I want to. Tell us how much it costs. $69 per oh, that's block. Right. That's right. And where can we get it at? Is Back, it a... Backlash Mmm. That's a good website. I've gone on there before. I've shopped on there. Yep. Reasonable, reasonable prices. <clears throat> All right, well, back to the podcast. Okay, bye, Trudy. Goodbye, Trudy. I love you. I love you, too. Are you going to give me a hug? If you would like. Oh, no, I don't want a hug from you. Actually, yeah, you could give me a hug. You're not going to get one anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Sit here with our thumbs up our butts. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, welcome back. (laughs) I quit. So we're back and Erica's dead. And then Courtney takes over. <laughs> That's not what happens. No, keep going with that though. Yeah, Courtney takes over. She becomes the empress of drag racing. <laughs> and, and everybody she, bows down to her. And then Randy. It turns into Game of Thrones and kills she her. kills everyone. She slays Except for everyone. Randy. Randy, she ha- makes her husband and then they have two babies and then she kills them. And then. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
she reigns as queen as empress and and, and yeah. watches the movie over and over and over again as she as she eats feeds popcorn. on flesh of people that fear her most yeah that's good better than what we're gonna tell you so so erica survives some stupid story about erica and courtney becoming good sisters annoying which it uh, it's not even that i know like it's literally about erica beating her sister well that's the thing is erica so she wakes up from the hospital and prior to this which we didn't didn't uh, talk about was that both of the sisters are pretty competitive with one another and Erica was starting to feel jealous because now Courtney was competing and Courtney was like beating records that she set. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? So she starts feeling jealous. And then after this accident, I still get jealous. so then after this accident, she decides to give up racing. Yeah. She gives up racing as well as like Courtney. Courtney was like really scared for her sister and so they kind of almost have this reconciliation of like, I just want you to be your best and you want me to be my best. So then Erica, she goes to school. She tells Bailey, hey, I can hang out with you now because I quit racing. He goes, you quit racing? And I loved that because he like recognized that that was something that she thoroughly enjoyed and wanted. Yeah. And so when she quit, he was like, well, I don't, I hope you didn't like quit for me. Like, I want you to be happy in whatever you do. And I was like, I love this <laughs> And then, well, then she, when she says, I just don't want to do it anymore, he still likes her. He likes yeah, her, you know, like, okay. regardless of what she's doing, he just wants to spend time with her, which is really sweet. So then he, like, comes to their house later with a teddy bear. It's really cute. And so the cute. the dad seems concerned. He's <laughs> like, oh, no, now she got a date. She's going to be dating and balancing her social life and volleyball and drag racing and schoolwork. She's going to fail. Well, this well, is after she's quit, though. That's the thing is that she quits because she's afraid she's going to fail the French midterm. Right. Which that's would right. make her not be able to drag race anyway. <clears throat> right. So then she was like, I'm just going to quit. So then she quits and then she comes back because she aces the French exam. Yeah, she aces the French exam. And then the dad was already going to go to dra- the drag race with Courtney. With Courtney. So then she's able to tag along and um, then they're getting ready for this race. We haven't even talked about the antagonist, but they're not really that important. Jordy. There's Jordy and then his dad and his dad is obviously the villain. Actually, Jordy's actually there was one thing that I said, if this happens, then Jordy is slightly more OK in my books. Yeah. And it was if he if at the end of this race, he shakes her hand and he's respectful to her. And he accepts the fact that he lost to a girl. Yeah, because the whole time, there was also just a ton of overt sexism throughout the entire thing. Yeah, and the dad doing absolutely nothing about it. And then when she finally stood up for herself, the dad got mad at her because he was like, you're not that kind of person. Yeah, and I was like, um, yeah, she can be. I I just, I don't understand because I, as a parent, would literally go decapitate someone if they were being an asshole. Yeah, Melissa, <laughs> while we were watching, Melissa said, if anybody said that kind of thing to my kid, I would literally punch them in the face and then kill them. And I no, was like, I said I would do worse than kill them. I'd make them wish they were dead instead of what I'd do to them. And if that's not enough for you to leave me and my fucking kids alone, I don't know what is. Her non-existent kids. <laughs> Stay away from me and my non-existent children, people. Because mama bear's coming. <laughs> Come in, clutch, trying to kill some bitches. <laughs> I'm serious though. I don't understand these Disney parents who like don't let other to... people walk all over them. Man, I don't know. And walk over their children. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Well, anyway, what do you talk? So 
then they finally get into this race and for a second there she was racing against her sister for fun because so there was there wasn't <laughs> enough people to have her race for like oh, the, okay because they were just doing test runs right. and there weren't enough people so of course the girl got pushed back so then Courtney was like hey we, we can I I can race her and like that could be her practice so they do two races and Courtney wins the first one and then she tells Erica just relax and then Erica relaxes and wins the next one which Erica uses in her final race <clears throat> final battle against Jordy because. She so she starts yeah a little too soon and they have to push her back and then she st- she starts screaming I didn't red light I didn't red light yeah she was like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry she was like I, it was just a simple it was a slip and they were like okay so then they push <laughs> her car back and then Jordy's over there going idiot like because she's freaking out she's like very yeah, nervous she's about super it. nervous she's letting people get into her head. And so then she relaxes. No, she does the sister horse sense because oh yeah because then Courtney's, yeah, Courtney's in, the in the crowd going. Just take a deep breath. And then all of a sudden, Erica's eyes close and she takes a deep breath. It was with so Courtney. dumb. It was really stupid, um, but it helped her relax. And then she's I like able- that we call any type of like telepathy. We call it the horse sense. Yeah, that's what it's referred. That's the technical term from now on. Yep. Forget about telepathy. If it you look up sense. in the dictionary right next to telepathy, it'll, it'll say, say horse sense. Also known as horse sense. <laughs> or the ability to have the horse sense. Yes. To obtain the horse sense. For one to obtain the horse sense. You must be the, the horse. horse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she relaxes. She beats Jordy. Jordy's like, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, I, I look forward to racing against you again. And the dad of Jordy is pissed. Yeah, Jordy's dad is typical sexist. And I was like, you know what? Jordy's okay in my book now because at least you have the decency yeah. to be respectful towards the people you're racing. Which he wasn't in the beginning, but he's yeah. like, at least he's learning. So then it ends with us getting like a true story wrap up of like, these girls are still competing. They're yeah. in college now. And they show you like a picture of the actual people. It was dumb. Okay. What was your moral of the story? <laughs> it was dumb. Um, What was my moral of the story? My Maybe moral of the story. Don't judge a jock, jock book by its cover. <laughs> Does that okay. make sense? Because mm-hmm. I, I often. Because I was going to say, I was going to say. It doesn't always, the love interest doesn't always have to be the best guy friend. That was going to be mine. Oh, sure. And it all, also the like seemingly popular guy doesn't always have to be the mm-hmm. jerk. I do nice. think, I do think that their, their moral of the story, probably what they wanted us to come away with is never give up on your dreams. But honestly, or, <laughs> or never give up on your sister. Cause you never know when you might need that horse sense. You never know when you might need that telepathy that you have with your sister like the olsen twins in the challenge (laughs) (laughs) that's another movie melissa and i have the horse sense yes we do each other actually honestly (laughs) stop looking at me like that actually we kind of do because several times on this podcast we say the same words at the same time like we're twins (laughs) but we're we're not not. (laughs) see we just did it (laughs) What a perfect way to end. All right. Goodbye.